Podolingus is a podcast which discusses adult themes, such as adult relationships, sex, sexuality, and kinks. Everyone involved in the creation of this content is above the age of 21, and listener discretion is advised. Specific warnings about this episode can be found in the description. Thank you, and enjoy. to the first ever episode of Podolingus. Uh, yeah. This is a podcast where we'll be discussing sex and relationships. Uh, and you're joining us with our um, sexual skeptic, Kirsten. Woo! Hi, guys! <laughs> uh, we have also got, um, as Grinder describes him as tall, Lewis. Hello! And then you've got your favourite neighbourhood hickey fanatic, me. Uh, I'm Shanna, but online I'm known as Sparky a lot, and these two cannot decide which one they want to call me. Sparky has always been Sparky. To you. 100% to me. To you. Sparky introduced themselves as Sparky, (laughs) and I have refused to acknowledge Sparky's action for me. (laughs) Um, And that's that's been like the vibes for four, I don't know how many years we've known each other. well, Well, we met when I was 18, and now I'm 24. So, God, we've known each other six years. Jesus yeah, Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, actually, the thing with uh, why I introduced myself as Sparky, I was told to, because um, <laughs> so we Kirsten and I met through a online group Rooster Teeth, and um, we we're part of Rooster Teeth Edinburgh. And that's yeah. how we met. And I was doing a lot of online stuff where we we're playing games together. And of course, online, I'm a Sparky. Yep. And my gamer tag was Sparky Ninja. And yeah. we're playing Minecraft. Uh, I don't think you were playing it at that point. No. I was with a bunch of other people. And of course they go, oh, everyone's got their name and their gamer tag. You don't have yours. Do you prefer to get called Sparky? What, what? And I said, I don't really mind. Um, we're all on Discord, by the way. And I say, I don't really mind. Uh, my nickname's Sparky. Some people at college call me Goggles because I used to wear goggles. Yeah. Uh, but my real name is Shanna. And I said that and there was an awkward silence. And I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. <laughs> Before one person just spoke up and went, so uh, did their mic cut out for anyone else when they said their real name? <laughs> yep. And then that's how it became the joke with RT Edinburgh that I didn't have an any actual other name. An actual name. I was only Sparky. <laughs> and then that became the thing when I was in Edinburgh. Everyone called me Sparky. Then when I moved up to Dundee because I was Sparky online and I was meeting people at university and all the groups were through Facebook and Twitter and all that jazz. Again, it happened. I was just sparky to everyone. So, yes, but I've known Lewis since I was about 14. I'm sorry, but sparky is the most non-binary name you have ever existed in the world. So, it's just, it's just a noun. It's only noun. Love it. But yes, you and Lewis. Yes, Lewis and I, we go a bit further back. Ever so slightly. Ever so slightly to when I was 15 and you were 14. Yes. Yes, and... Children. Just a little bad. <laughs> we, we are theatre children. Uh, we were at a youth theatre together. Yes, the Carnegie Youth Theatre. Yes, um, where they banned people holding hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But to be honest, there was there was a few people there that were just a bit too PDA. Yeah, but I feel like holding hands. Yeah. I, yeah. Our, our friend got told off for hugging me because I was crying. 
Yeah. This was while we were doing Jesus Christ Superstar. Superstar. So, you know, <laughs> we, 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 they, they, they really didn't have any sort of moral guidance or anything on that show. You, you, you yeah. know how it is. They wanted you know to make sure that we had left room for Jesus. Yeah. Exactly. During that time. <laughs> uh, but yes, we, we met then. Yes, we did. Just because we were awkward as hell. So we just sort of happened to not be speaking to anybody together. <laughs> no, we no, kind of met in the corner because, yeah. oh, that corner. Everyone, every week we would go and we'd sit kind of like in the corner because it was like, purely because it was the most ventilated area. It was right next to the fire exit door. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. They had issues with us sitting there. These people, I don't know why, they just thought we were problematic, I think. Um, there was nothing we could do that wouldn't suddenly be an issue because we would sit there at the corner. It's like get out of the corner, get out of the corner. We want to be able to see you. It's like you're just too cool. It's just, That's no, what it was. We were not cool enough. <laughs> That's why we sat at the door. We were hiding from society. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's how long we've known each other. Yeah. Um, and, and and Lewis and I have known each other for all of maybe six hours. Yes. <laughs> so it's a yes. bit it's a bit of a um, an interesting time jump yes. for this collective. They um, the two of them met me off the train, <laughs> and I met Lewis. We went for lunch, and now we're doing this. Yes. So I'm about <laughs> to learn. Lewis and I are about to learn something about each other real quickly. Um, yes. But most friendships don't know about each other. <laughs> Love it. Oh, you you. <laughs> Obviously, you've just mentioned, but you've not, you haven't met me, sunshine. I I am very excited to go on this journey with you, learning about Lewis's exploits. To be honest, I quite like this. I'm the glue that's brought you both together. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, because with this podcast, obviously the first episode just to be us kind of explaining stuff and going through how it's going to work, vibing, uh, probably figuring out as we go as well. Just having yeah. a bit trying of fun. out segments. Exactly. Um. So the way this all started was I one day went, I want to make more content and I want to discuss stuff that I find interesting. And what I often find myself thinking about in maybe a more analytical way than I could. Yeah, uh, like could academic should. way. Yes, yeah. and I, as you do with sex, you think about it <laughs> academically and what can be proper about it. And I was just considering the ways that society looks at things and the ways that we don't actually discuss things normally very publicly. Yeah. There's a lot of things we will meet up with friends and it will come up when you're drunk and discuss it that way or you'll have like a silly conversation. Yeah. But people don't tend to actually discuss kinks. They don't talk about their sex life. They don't talk about... Um, how, how their gender and their like subset of sexuality interacts with... Mm-hmm. Yes. It's... Obviously nowadays it's getting more and more brought up to the surface. But... Yeah. It's still almost tiptoed around, and I went, you know what, I want to do something where I discuss this, and uh, I put into a group chat that Lewis was in, and I said, hey guys, I want to do this thing, what do you think, just opinions-wise? And Lewis was like, I think it's fantastic, can I be a part of it? Lovely, good head, Yes. Exactly. He was so excited that he lost words. I had my mouth full. <laughs> and um, I thought that's actually fantastic because Lewis and I have had a lot of conversations previously and I really like how different yet similar we are because we are, we're both bisexual and we're both... Autistic as fuck? Yes. <laughs> 
but we also, while we have a lot of similarities, there's also quite a lot of things that are different with us and our views on, not even views, just how we approach certain mm. areas, subjects, uh, of our identities and sex lives. Yes. Um, and so it was going to be Lewis and I doing this, and then I was having a nice little catch-up with Kirsten at one yeah. point. Uh, telling each other about how traumatic our lives were. Yeah. As you do. It's been some months, as yeah. <laughs> probably a lot of you have also dealt with. Yes, it's the pandemic. Woo! Mm, that, that pepperoni, you know what that, I'm talking about? <laughs> that panorama. You know? Um, and I was telling Kirsten about this idea, and Kirsten and I just got to talking the way we normally do. And I absolutely love... It's very strange. I love <laughs> looking at sexuality and sex... And kinks from an extremely academic perspective so and Sparky and I have always been a very open book with each other yes. <laughs> since so, day one yeah since day one so it's in when you mentioned it I was like this sounds great play's gonna be a part of it <laughs> <laughs> and for whatever reason at first I was my brain just went I don't know if that's physically possible, another person. Yeah. My brain completely shut down to the idea and I was saying, well, I'll, I'll, I'll meet up with Lewis and we'll see, see how it goes, blah, blah, blah. And then I think it was just maybe about a week later, I went, what was the issue of having another person? What was my panic about? <laughs> and I, my brain just for some reason couldn't handle, I'll have another person in my house. Imagine. Disgusting. In, in God's 2022? What year is it? <laughs> We're time traveling, babes. Oh yeah. So yes, that's basically why the podcast is the way it is. Um. So might as well say a little bit about ourselves as well. Yes, that's good. I feel we've got a very good mix of personalities and and, and whatnot situations. Yes. Uh. You know what? Introduced you first, Kirsten. You go first. Cool. Uh. I'm Kirsten. She, her, or they, them pronouns. Mm-hmm. Um. I identify as non-binary and. Asexual, probably grey asexual. That's a situation. <laughs> That's a podcast for another day. Yeah. <laughs> but, and also, I participate in quite a lot of BDSM, a, like role play. Um, oh, I didn't know that, but yeah. yeah. Um, and it's interesting. I think Sparky and I were talking about it, and that was kind of the, one of the reasons Sparky wanted me, a part, me to be a part of this, was because I'm looking at sex from something that is not necessarily inherently sexual as a sexuality itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I very, I'm very deeply into BDSM in an academic way. The, yes. Yeah. We were, when we were discussing it, you were, one of the topics you brought up that I found very interesting was basically the difference between how someone is in the streets and in the sheets. Yeah is the best way of putting it because someone who will come across as very dominating and in control maybe in their work life personal life nine out of ten times tends to be more submissive while in bed yeah which is interesting and that's currently where i'm situated Mm -hmm. like um i am mostly uh a dom when it comes to that kind of thing so it's it's an interesting thing because a lot of people look at my five foot four ass <laughs> and go, that's not intimidating. Um, and it is interesting role to play. And then you get in the bedroom and suddenly you're mommy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's 
That's just who you are. That's just how I'm living. There, there was a joke that Stan Sparks would call me mommy, but that's, we have a very interesting relationship. We are not dating. We're just very close. I have a feeling that's me with everyone uh, mm-hmm. that I'm good friends with. It's a very... I, I think there's not a friend that I have in this world that it doesn't seem like I'm dating them. Oh, yeah. Which is actually very interesting with my dating life because I have to make it very clear to my partner, look, I'm just very platonically flirty, friendly. (laughs) I like being cuddly and close to my friends. I like having these open and somewhat inappropriate discussions. Yeah. I find it... It's just how I am as a person. Yeah. Um, Which anyone I've dated has been okay with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, And it's normally something I'll bring up on a third date thing if I'm dating. Mm. Uh, Yeah. Because third date normally means it's getting a bit serious. And at that point I'm going to say, look, this is how I am. Here you go. Uh, Introduction-wise, Lewis, you're next. Yes, I am Lewis. I go by he, him, just because there's not really been enough evidence brought forward to suggest otherwise. (laughs) Um, We're doing it scientifically. (laughs) I am bisexual, question mark. (laughs) Words just kind of suck, basically. And so do I. Um, Which is probably the best way just to describe me in general. You're just a very not really fussed kind of person. I I like to be useful. Yes. <laughs> I like to be useful in the bedroom is a good description. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how would you describe yourself uh, relationship-wise? Are you monogamous, polyamorous? Oh, yes. Uh, I am polyamorous. I, I, I think especially in today's economy. Monogamy, my goodness. <laughs> monogamy but... in this economy? ridiculous i know anyway but i don't need the side eye (laughs) yes i am polyamorous and have been aware of that for at least six or seven years i would say yeah yeah um almost as long as we've known each other actually no longer longer than that no we've known each other longer we've known each other longer sorry i don't do math i'm an art grad yes (laughs) it's only been the last six or seven years that i have said i am polyamorous but Looking back to <laughs> primary five when I had about three or four different girlfriends. Love you know, it. it, it it's not exactly <laughs> unexpected uh, looking back on it. Um, nowadays, however, I'm not nearly that lucky. Um, <laughs> You're only engaged. Yes, I'm only engaged, you know. <laughs> not that um, lucky, nah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do have a wonderful partner at the moment, but... Much like with my bi-slash-pansexuality, just because you're open to more options doesn't mean that you get them. Fair. Yes. You can go to the buffet, but you don't have to take everything there. Well, I mean, I've been to the buffet, but they've not bloody (laughs) refilled it lately. (laughs) I've been up too much. It's just the empty steaming trays. (laughs) And all that's left you don't really want. Yeah, there's some manky chips and a pair of tongs that you can't pick up because they've been under the heat lamp for too long. It's been out for three days. No one wants it. Uh, Yeah, and then um, what are you, like, kink-wise, would you say? I would say that I am kinky. Yes. I, I am very much a, a sexual sponge, however. Um, put me in a room by myself and ask me to, to do something kinky. I'll not really know where to start. Um, however, you know, 
Give, give me a little bit of inspiration and I will run like the wind with it. Hell yeah. Um, You'll sponge it up. You're just yes, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's the same with other things. Back in high school when I was given an essay to write, I would be absolutely terrible at it unless I was given a little basis to start off. A yes. prompt. Yes. But once I have that prompt, I am enthusiastic. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I am willing to do... Well, we'll find out. <laughs> so this more of a... More of... invitation. <laughs> <laughs> so more of a facilitator. Mm. Yes. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm happy to make people happy. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why that unlocked a very angry memory of just high school. Um, of, I don't know why this we're going always... there already. No, it's it's something really. It was just something that niggled in my brain, and I was like, Ugh. it always pissed me off, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you did a an essay or creative writing thing, yeah. One of the prompts was always my prom date, the the something at the dance. There's always one that was. Mm. That was weird. Ugh. No, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I didn't wow. know why they had it. I hate this, um, like, heteronormative slash rom- romance normative society that we yeah. live in. Oh, no, I just remembered something. A, a little bit of a tangent. Um, there was a... <laughs> it was a little bit of a joke in my friend group because whenever I did creative writing, I like to take it to a really dark place because... I found it interesting. Because dark is fun. Dark yeah. is fun. Um, and one of the essays, well, essays sort of creating writing, I think it was a final exam thing. Mm-hmm. And I can't quite remember what the prompt was. It was something about someone, it starts off someone's walking somewhere and it's like, hmm. oh, she was walking through the park, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So. Casual. Casual. I wrote a story about a woman who went walking through a park. Mm-hmm. Gets kidnapped. Oh God! Tortured, blinded, and thrown off a cliff, as Uh, one does. Until the last one, that sounded like a pretty good role play scenario. I'm not (laughs) sure. I mean, to be honest, including the last one, that seems like a pretty good evening to me. (laughs) But that was—I just—I wanted to kill her off purely so that I could. There was a point to this. <laughs> you know, we're, we're too used to the Hollywood ending already. Right. So. I wanted to kill her off because I wanted to tie back to... I wanted to have, like, a clever little tie back to something I said earlier. Because I had that she was... She walked through the park, she went through past the street, and um, she picked up a newspaper. She picked up a newspaper every day. Uh, she did it yesterday, uh, but she won't do it tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, at the end of it, it's like... And she didn't see... It's like she was made it in the newspaper that day, but she never seen that, or she never picked up. I can't mm. remember exactly, but it was like, oh! You know you know when you, you write mm. something and you just go, I am so cool and great, yeah! I am the most creative <laughs> person in the world. That's... Yeah, that, that was me at that point. I was on cloud nine. I was a professional offer for that one hour. Damn also, right. the fact you have to write, like, a whole creative story in an hour... Sorry. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shadow. <laughs> Tangents. Yes. It's what you're going to get. Why, why, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, I'm Shanna. I um, might get called Sparky. I'm honestly fine with whatever. That's a thing I often get a lot. I get, do you prefer Shanna or Sparky? And while I do appreciate it in a modern day uh, setting, people yeah. also want to use the name that you prefer. Um, when I say I honestly don't mind. I don't give a crap. 
the follow-up <laughs> question is always, but which do you prefer? And I, I, I honestly, I cannot stress enough. Sparky is a nickname. Shanna's my real name. Use whatever you want. Yell, oi, that bitch, if you need to. I'm at the point. I do not care. You're probably talking about me. You know You're what probably, I mean? <laughs> I'm so fantastic. You are probably talking about me. I'm pretty great. I'm a pretty big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty big deal. I'm a Leo. Um, That's fucking right. My ego is through the roof. Uh, but yes, I am... Uh, I'm Shanna, I'm, I'm the boy, uh, I am, uh, I'm currently single, um, so hit me up, <laughs> uh, currently single, I'm pretty much dating for the first time in my adult life, uh, I've been in relationships before but I've never done the dating and meeting new people, so this is kind of a new ex area of my life that I'm currently experimenting with, and I think it's going pretty darn well, if I don't say so myself, I think it's going well. Hell yeah. I've got a date on Saturday. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I have high hopes. I have high hopes. She seems absolutely lovely. Hell um, yeah. Uh, yes, I'm bisexual uh, or pansexual. I am, if you are a consenting adult with a pulse sexual, that's pretty much how it goes. Um, Honestly, fair. Samesies. Yeah, like. In this economy? In this economy, <laughs> as long as you're a consenting adult with a pulse, you're, you're probably my type. <laughs> Lockdown has been rough. <laughs> uh, I am very kink positive. Uh, I have participated in quite a few kinks. What's your favourites? My favourites? Ooh, I probably... Uh, restraints mm. are probably my favourite. So yeah, I've done I've done quite a bit of BDSM stuff. Yeah. I have quite a bit of equipment. Here's the thing is, I would say that I'm quite kinky, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I was like heavily into BDSM. Yeah. Mm. It, does that make sense? Yeah. No, I I definitely feel like it, it's not necessarily as common recently, but especially just when you hear the term kinky um, or fetishes or something like that, generally kind of the automatic thought is straight to the it's chains, daddies. whips <laughs> yeah. and leather daddies. Yeah. Whereas e even if you are into those sorts of things, it's very rarely... An all-encompassing thing. It, it, yeah. It's usually just sort of like you appreciate a couple of bits of it. Yeah, yeah. I think at some point we should uh, all of us do the BDSM online test. And I've can, done it. I've done it too, but yeah. I meaning we can do it again and then oh, yes. with each other. I, I haven't done it in some time. We can discuss yeah. our results. Every time I've done it, like kind of like with a group, it's been so funny because <laughs> there's always a couple of questions where someone answers unexpectedly. <laughs> Hell yeah. I will always remember, there's always a joke with uh, <laughs> uh, the, the old flat that I used to live in back in halls. Someone, <laughs> one of the questions is, do you enjoy using someone as a urinal? Are you being used as a urinal? Yeah. And someone, I don't know, I can't remember if it was a misclick or if they were genuinely into it. And everyone's like, that was a very bold thing to announce to the class. It's <laughs> like, no shame, just very bold. Just proud. Just <laughs> proud of you. Good for you. Um, but I really do like the fact that we people can be open with each other. And I think oh, it yeah. should be something more often. Um, me and you have always been quite an open book. Oh yeah, which which I... Sparky's the only person that I am friends with that will happily discuss any of this yeah. with all of us. If I've brought it up to friends or I have tried to ask the question while like drunk on a, on a night out or whatever, they're all very cagey. Mm. 
So that's it's it honestly is a breath of fresh air for me <laughs> to be like, well, do you want to know? <laughs> um, yeah, but, but yeah, to just to clarify for everyone, um, I am in a in a relationship, mm-hmm. maybe hetero romantic, great asexual. You are. Uh, I am sing- single. Uh, and by single by right so there's something that i'm kind of trying to define right now so there's someone that i'm not exactly seeing yes what i've referred to our relationship as is casual romantic yes as as in you're not putting labels on it Mm. well yes because they are um polyamorous and they are currently seeing someone Mm -hmm. um this was after we'd been on a date together and I knew that they were also dating other people because we're both in the dating scene now. Yeah. And they then let me know later on. They went, okay, me and this person, we're actually a partnership now. We're together. Mm-hmm. Because we, we made it very clear that communication was going to be key because uh, we both had relationships that kind of blew up because... You were talking to each other. Yeah, real bad communication, huge communication problems. Uh, <laughs> we actually have a joke of... There's a lot of similarities between what happened, so <laughs> we're like, okay, every time one of us says something relatable, take a shot. It's, you know? too, it's too real. So I'm referring to this all as casual romantic, because we're not just hooking up. We're not just seeing each other in a yeah. sexual way. We're still going on dates. We're still going about, we'll like, hold hands in public and stuff, and I don't think that's something you would do with a beneficial friend. No. But we're also not together, because I'm not sure that I... I'm ready to be part of something polyamorous. And you want to play around? Yes. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to figure out things. I'm just trying to see how things go. But all I know is with this person, I'm having a very, very nice time. That's good. Um, and yes. Lewis, you are... Yes, I am bisexual, pansexual. I am engaged yeah. uh, to my partner of four years. Um, we are <laughs> both uh, bisexual slash pansexual. And we are both polyamorous. Um, oh yeah, very handy. We currently have two boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Together um, or is it V? As in, are you all? The, the, the boyfriends are not the boyfriends of each other. Yeah, right. cool. We are. Ju- we 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 just have two two different boyfriends. Right. One each. Uh, so so are you? Oh you, no, it's both oh, of us. You both have two boyfriends, but they're not dating. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. It's just I want to get the last. My, my partner and I yes. are in a, in, a, in two different relationships. Cool. So you're both dating the same... Let's just say one for now. You're both dating the same guy. Yeah. Twice I mean, over. <laughs> but they are not dating each other. But those two guys are not together. Got you. Got yes. you. Got you. Right. Wonderful. Okay, we got there eventually. <laughs> we did it, guys. What you, yes. what you don't see right now is we've got like a board with like string and pictures. Yeah, it's, just... it's that one image from all the stunning. <laughs> yeah. Um... Our boyfriends know of each other. They do not know each other though. Cool. Okay. And my dad to the mix of polyamory. Mm-hmm. My current partner has a partner that I'm not dating. But <laughs> is one of my good friends. <laughs> and I, I'm just here. You're uh, just a fuck. I <laughs> I'm just surrounded by polyamory. You're right. Um, I, I am open to the idea of it. It's just hmm. something my uh, previous partner told me that they would be interested in polyamory. Mm-hmm. And I like, I'm a very open minded person and I did yeah. not want to, I did not want that person to be like shut off from the options of it. So um, I said, if you want to 
get Tinder and start talking to people, flirting people. Makes sense. That's fine. Just please keep me in the loop every step of the way. Um, because I wouldn't really describe myself as jealous yeah. or selfish <laughs> because I love myself. You know. Um, but I, I guess I'm very hooked on the idea of uh, I want to be someone's. I want I want to be someone's something. Yeah, and yeah, I want that person to be my everything, and I want to be their everything. Interesting. Um, yeah. So when they said to me that they wanted to be polyamorous, um, or at least explore that side of them, and um, because they also knew that because of how I want to just be someone's everything and they be mm. mine, da 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 da. Yeah. Da. Um, they they were very kind and caring. They held my hand and said, "I want you to know that you are enough." Yeah. And this isn't a case of, I'm not getting everything I want from you. Yeah. This is just a side of me. And yeah. You know what? That's fair. If you want to get Tinder, talk to people, flirt with people, I give you permission. Just keep me in the loop because I do not know how comfortable I will be. Yeah. But I'm willing to give this a shot. I'm willing to give this a try. Mm. I'm willing to see what happens. I was in the same boat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um. They, well, I gave them permission to do that. They then expressed that if there was to be a polyamorous situation, they would want it to be someone that we were both dating. Okay, interesting. And um, it pretty much remained the same. I said, okay, well, if you go on Tinder and what are, whatever apps you want or do you just want to meet people, I will happily, you know, talk to them, meet them. We can see how things go. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to date someone else, but <laughs> because I quite like what we have and I don't know if I want someone else in the mix, I'm open to it, but we'll see how it goes. I'm not sure. We can take it baby step by baby step. Yeah. It's basically how it is. Yeah. Because you know? for, for um, my current partner, he was very similar. He was like, you are enough, but I just have more to give. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm needing more, it's just I I have more to give and I want to give that to someone else. Yes. And it went on to a, a situation where it was like, somehow I became the person to be like, <laughs> yeah. no, this, our, because I'm also friends with the person he's dating, so I was like, he would come to me and go, I don't know if your 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 partner likes me or not, but but it's coming across that way. And I'm like, I have said he like my partner had jokingly said, oh, if I wasn't dating you, I would date him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know that that's okay. You can do that. <laughs> so I was like the one that got them together weirdly. Oh, so wholesome, you know. But what about your your dating some people with your partner? Yes. So. <laughs> I mean, I can't even necessarily recall when I first would have realised that I was polyamorous. It was with a, a previous partner uh -huh. um, where it it wasn't even anything quite as interesting as, as <laughs> either of you two or even anything that's particularly easy to put into words. We, we, we both just sort of... Wanted a shag. <laughs> well, I, I, I wouldn't quite put it like that, but I suppose it's probably the closest way to it. Um, I suppose the best way to put it would be in my current relationship. We we, we are together. Uh -huh. That ain't really going to be changing or anything like that. You are fiancés. Yes, yeah. precisely. Um, 
But it, it, it sort of, as a, a living creature, we're not really meant for monogamy, etc. So, yeah. like, obviously we have each other just all the time. Yeah. yeah. And we're there for each other. Exactly. But, you know, if pe- people often have friends, and as Sparky said, uh, some friends you're just very chatty and flirty and stuff like that yeah. with. Yes. Have me with everyone. Why, why, yeah. why not keep going? You know? <laughs> why stop there? I mean, we're, we're, we're currently in a pandemic, which has been going on for two too years long. now-ish. Too freaking long. Yeah, just far too long. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know, it, you might as well enjoy yourself. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're the only one at the quote-unquote table mm. who actually is in a polyamorous relationship. Maybe we should define it. That's probably a very good idea Ooh, to yeah. start because we haven't actually defined it. As We've of just yet. been saying polyamory. Yeah. So, well, what does the internet say, Lewis? I see you going for your phone. Let, let's yes. say the internet said, "I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a stab at it." And You're Lewis gonna take can a stab at it. Okay. Polyamory is dating more than one person, but both people or as many people as in the relationship know about everyone else. Yes, it's also known mm-hmm. as ethical non-monogamy. Yeah. That is all precisely correct. It, it, it's yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's... A, a lot of people, especially if they really haven't heard of it, will automatically go for, oh, so you're just cheating on your partner then, or mm. they'll go for the, the, the old-fashioned, oh, it's just bigamy then. Well, no, it's 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 a very consensual thing. It's not just... The yeah. man has lots and lots of wives. It's like the good old days. Yeah, you know? it, it, it's it's the man might have lots of wives, but the wife will also might have lots of husbands. Exactly. And everyone will be fine with it. And everyone is very straight with their yes, husband and you wives. You must be heterosexual. <laughs> um, but I'm... yes, so it, it's it is just having relationships and not limiting yourself to one. Yeah, and everyone knowing about it. Yes, yes. everyone knowing about it is the most important yeah. part. Because otherwise it's just cheating. Exactly. Yes. Like, because that's, that's the thing. So it's, it's you and I are inversely different because my partner has a partner that mm. I'm not dating. And I don't currently have a partner, but I'm open to it. Yeah. And you are in that, you're in relationships with people with your partner, like with your primary partner. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean... I, I suppose it's it's a little bit odd as well because on on one side we've we've got one of our partners who's actually uh, studying abroad at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, I I was the one that sort of matched with them on Tinder and we went on our first date and and uh-huh. I sort of brought them in. Yeah. Um, with our other partner, it was uh, my life partner that had met them through Tinder or yeah. or something like that. And brought them in. So al- although there is definitely sort of aspects where the the person that you brought into it is closer to you, yeah. That 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 it's sort of as I said, it's the it's the same in friendships. You can get larger groups of friends, and they they know of each other and are friends with each other, but they might not necessarily be as friendly with every single member of the group because yeah. that's just how human relationships work like we are friends of sparkies that 
met today. Exactly. Exactly. Like, we are friends, but we do not know each other as well as we know the central person. Precisely. Uh, you know? There's actually something quite interesting regarding uh, Lewis and his partner's polyamorous relationship. I'm not sure if I've told you this or not. Oh, this is I'm I don't know basically anything about Lewis, as I've said, so this is well, this is a an, an excitement for me. This isn't just about Lewis, this is also about Lewis's partner, myself, hell yeah, and my casual romantic relationship. Right. So, uh, my casual person, let's yeah. say them. Uh-huh. Uh, we matched on Tinder and we're talking on Tinder and we started adding each other on social media. All, all that jazz. All that jazz. The next step. The next step. <laughs> but I never actually added someone on social media from Tinder or any dating thing before. So Right. I was a bit nervous, so I said, here's my Instagram, and I uh, got added on Instagram, and I went on, and I seen we had two mutual connections. Right. Lewis, and Lewis's partner. Right. Okay. It turns out, my casual romantic thing is actually casual <laughs> with Lewis's partner. I love it. I love it. It's like coronation story. Yeah, you know it's, what I mean? it's so funny. It was magical to find out how small the world was. But yes, we, he, he, I'm fairly sure he had been over to ours yeah. a day or two before <laughs> Sparky had matched with them on Tinder. Yeah. And like we, we, we'd been out to the beach, we'd went on a nice yeah. walk. We, we'd even put up a photo on our Instagram of Very the three cute. of us. Yeah, and um, I, it was quite funny. Because... Uh, uh, Lucy's fiance And I were just thinking, we have impeccable taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll blur out the name. Sorry, I just said your partner's name. Oh, yes. I yes, but you can... I can just... Do you want to do it again? Lucy's fiance <laughs> You know what? I'll just take that and yeah. just put it over. Drop it on. <laughs> and then people will be confused until we get to that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that saves me on to redo anything. Uh, <laughs> so it was just quite funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just been really interesting talking to someone and being with someone who's already been with someone I know and then but that's not awkward it's not weird yeah because like you two talk and like obviously we're talking right now about all of this sort of stuff so I do find it really interesting having that so I've I've obviously never had that overlap yeah neither have I (laughs) so it it is first time for myself as well (laughs) nice you can compare notes, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, it's um, it's honestly a very interesting thing. Because I, I went through, you talked about a while ago about how it's the idea that you want to be someone's everything and yes. you want someone else to be your everything. Yes. I went through that kind of phase, <laughs> phase or that kind of um, thing. When, that little moral quandary. Yeah, at the start of... Um, when my partner was dating his partner um, and basically I went through a lot of dynamics of like but I'm not like his sole person anymore like yeah. it it took me a while to like get to that not acceptance stage but like mm-hmm. get into that stage where it's like okay I I understand mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you're at and I understand like you're not doing this because as a as a phasing out of me yeah. and phasing yes. into someone else because that there are those there are definitely those feelings and those assumptions and yeah. stuff like that. It's it, it it's it's it is usually just a case of getting used to it since it's really something that is 
not particularly common or not visibly common yeah um, and not really talked about a huge amount which is definitely where a lot of people will feel pockets of isolation and stuff like that within the issues but then once again on the on the broader scale it it is it can always be broken down into things that quote-unquote monogamous people would be dealing with as well Mm. just some of the things are slightly different. It, it's yeah. it's and you talk a lot more. Yes, yeah, it, <laughs> it's it's actually dealing with situations as they come up. Yeah, yeah, with polyamory and solving them. Yeah. Although I'm someone who's never been in a polyamorous relationship, although I gave a previous partner the option for it, nothing happened with that. Yeah, but I would believe that the key thing would be both parties or all parties involved would need to have clear communication clear yeah. boundaries and um, if you do not have the communication skills to do polyamory do not do polyamory yeah you need Straight to up. acknowledge yourself before acknowledging others yes well. <laughs> exactly yeah and um, i think that's another reason maybe i'm a bit nervous about the idea of being a part of a polyamorous relationship while i am um, while i am casually romantic yes with someone who is dating someone else yeah I can see I can see how it would all work. Yeah. And I I really think communication would have to be the big forefront of that. Oh with, yeah. Without that nah. But again, I've not actually been in the polyamorous relationship, but I have actually done a lot of research into polyamorous culture and not because uh, my partner was interested. But as a as a good person, I didn't research a damn thing for that. Um, <laughs> it was actually uh, you two will both know. I used to work as a television development assistant, which means I would come up with ideas for TV shows and then pitch them and research yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was an idea that I pitched. It didn't go any further than me pitching it and doing a little bit of research uh, where I was suggesting a documentary on polyamory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like recently it's become a lot more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, there's a lot of misconceptions about it, as we've just said. And... The, it's just bigamy with more steps. Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that's what people are thinking. That's what, yeah. Yeah. So I thought this would be very good and very important. And I thought, I personally thought it was ticking all the boxes what people wanted. They wanted stuff that was youth skewing. And I got all the stats of being like, ah, oh, yeah, well, it's happening more of people under the age of 30 in your <laughs> rate change. It's got the LGBT. We're ticking every box that you want for a documentary here. Yeah. But, um, wasn't what they were looking for. Too many boxes to Too many boxes. It was too good. That, that's what I want to believe. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. And there's a lot of uh, terms that have been used for certain polyamory situations, let's say. So yeah. you're saying about how you have your main partner. Mm-hmm. That can also be referred to as a nesting partner. That's the person you live with. That's the person you bunker down with. I am. That would make sense. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm also learning things. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you're dating a lot of people, but of course of the way it can connect in different ways. Yeah. You're in a polycule. Ooh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because it can. I have also... heard of polycule. Polycule. Yes. yes. Um, I know that what my partner, his partner, I have is what is called. That is a, a polycule. Yeah, <laughs> and it's called a V relationship because yes. he is dating someone else and me he's got somebody on each arm yes (laughs) he's doing the dozy do (laughs) um slut 
So, <laughs> yeah, without getting up my uh, research notes, that's all I can tell you right now. That's, that's all I can remember at the top of my head. Yeah. But uh, it was quite interesting. I was also reaching out to friends that I knew that were in not exactly... Because you're both polyamorous, in, mm. in, in a sense. Yeah. Um, but the person I had reached out to, I knew was polyamorous and, and very hypersexual. So... <laughs> and they were just using these terms and I went, can you define this? Yes. <laughs> it's nice to catch up, but if you could go in a bit more detail about... So yeah, free Wikipedia, get your friends. Hell yeah. <laughs> Always very useful. Exactly. See, my, my whole kind of... Because um, I originally had a similar thing to you, Sparky, where mm-hmm. it was... A, I also had offered my past partners... Oh, to be in a, a, I'm perfectly happy to open the relationship up mm-hmm. because me being grey A or back in the day identifying as asexual. Could you quickly define grey A? Of course. It's basically, it's a, a subsection of asexuality, which is asexuality is you don't feel any sexual attraction. Um, grey A is basically you feel sexual attractions really, really rarely. So it's, it's kind of um, a grey area. Exactly. Ah. So, um, because identifying as asexual, I was like, I want my partners who were all the partners I've ever dated have all been sexual. Mm-hmm. None of them have been asexual. So I've always offered to them, I was like, I'm perfectly happy to open this relationship up if you want to have sex with other people, just keep me in the loop. Mm-hmm. Totally cool. Communication is key. Exactly. And um, so now that my partner has a partner, it's it's a very strange thing because it's all become very real. Yes. But it's I know that our relationship would would like get better because he's able to get that out in mm-hmm. more of a way that I can ever provide. Mm-hmm. Which honestly, it's it's one of those things of. We were never meant to be, as you were saying before, Lewis, like one of these, we were never meant to be monogamous yeah. people. So being, for me, when I feel like I can't provide something, I can, I can outsource it to other yeah. people. It's, it's, it's the he who monkey brain. Yeah. Sorry, you just hit me with that out of nowhere. Yes, the he who monkey brain. Love it. Can I do this job? Do I want to do this job? Can I get somebody else to do this job for me? Yeah. Those are some very important questions which everybody asks multiple times per day. <laughs> and I feel like people just need to the he ac- 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 accept it a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Can you outsource it? Yes. Should you? Yes. <laughs> Should you watch? Also yes. Hello. If you're into it. Well, if you're into it, yes. <laughs> and if they allow you to. I mean, exactly, obviously, I, I mean, you, you could all obviously sort of like hide in the wardrobe and sort of like <laughs> actually spy, which is another thing that people can be into with this sort it, of thing. Yeah, but, um, I would say so. Cons- consensually. Consent is important. Yes. Do, yes. do. Yes. That's my Consent jingle. is always yes. very consent important. Consent is important. <laughs> do, do, do. That's my jingle for consent. Um, <laughs> that's how you... You know how people have a safe Big word? consent is um, going to pay me royalties. <laughs> like, people have a safe word, that's your initiation tune. Consent <laughs> is important. <laughs> that's... <laughs> but yeah, like, that. that's the thing is, like, if you can outsource something, because I know a lot of polyamorous people, some polyamorous relationships are not... Because 
there is also a misconception that polyamory mm-hmm. just after what I'm saying that polyamory is just sexual mm-hmm. like you just want to s- stick your dick or get your hole wet by as many people <laughs> as possible that's not it <laughs> like, yeah I mean it, it's certainly a benefit a variant and a benefit <laughs> of polyamory yeah. but the, it, it is about relationships mm-hmm. rather than relations yeah yeah, the, the the relations dependent on your own point of view can certainly be a benefit. Yeah. Whether it's you getting them or, uh, as you said, outsourcing them to somebody else <laughs> because you're not too keen. Yeah. Um, you know, I, it's similar to buying your partner tickets to see a concert for a band that you don't really like. So you say, yeah, you can take somebody else with you. Yeah. <laughs> Like go go with yeah. that other go, person. Go have a lads' night out. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but it's it's some polyamorous relationships aren't inherently sexual. Like mm-hmm. some of them, it's just like let's start a band together, mm-hmm. or or yeah. we we literally come over, we hang out, maybe we kiss a bit or whatever, and then we play oh, guitar yeah. and we yeah. jam. It's just what if it, we it, kissed? <laughs> it's just a group of close friends, and people are realizing more and more that they. It doesn't have to be. Oh, we're just friends. Yeah, it can be. It, it can be. More. It can be something more meaningful. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm currently on the journey of exploring that. I do not know if I will go fully mm. polyamorous into it. Yeah. Yes, but I am open to the idea of an open relationship. I've already said about what I'm doing currently. Mm. I'm. I'm also going to go on a date with a different person. Who, yeah. When I'm on that date, I believe I will mention about my casual romantic thing I've kind of got going on. Um, Fair. Because obviously I don't want to be going on dates and just not mention that obviously I will be dating other people because it's not, I'm not committed to anyone. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm going out, I'm meeting people, I'm seeing how things go. But I feel it would be a little bit almost dishonest to not say that I'm having a consistent something with someone. Yeah. Again, it's not all sex. We do have just nice times um you watch a movie and cuddle ex- oh, we were watching uh you both know that i'm a huge star trek nerd yeah we were watching uh <laughs> we're watching next generation and because they're they're watching for that for the first time yeah uh <laughs> there's something they pointed out to me about it which is <laughs> not exactly ruined it for me but now i can't help but notice it <laughs> which there's this character uh she's called she's called troy that's her last name we'll go with troy oh well Diana of troy and um, her, she's a species of alien that can read minds, but she's only half Betazoid, so yeah. she can only pick up on emotions. Right. And uh, this person described her as being the, uh, because I'm autistic, the oct- autistic interpreter, where something that's very obvious happening to the audience, she will go, oh, I feel this obvious thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so it just kept happening, and then uh, there, was a, there was an episode where it was... One of my favourite episodes of Hotel Royale because there's just little bits you can ease. There's so many... Sh- when you watch a show, even if you love it, you rip the piss out of it. Oh, absolutely. I do that with everything and I absolutely Always. love it. I, Next Generation is probably my favourite Star Treks. Mm-hmm. Pure, purely for nostalgia. If of I was course. going to... Like, story, character, arc-wise, everything, I would have to say Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the Next Generation has such place in my heart. Of course. Um, but we were actually we're sat on the sofa and we're cuddling and then we're kissing and then obviously something happened that pained Troy mentally. 
And she just started uh, making a almost sexual moaning noise. To, to you two kissing? Well, that's what it felt like. And I... Oh! Oh! Not that bad. Oh! And I just... I Because we, we were probably making out and I just threw my head back laughing because I couldn't... Love it. I, it was just... And I feel like with a beneficial friendship, you probably would be too busy into the hey, hey, hey. Yeah. To enjoy a moment as bizarre as that. It, yeah. It wasn't just sexual. The whole and, purpose yeah. of sex is to enjoy yourself. You, you know what exactly. I mean? Enjoy everything. Yes. Enjoy each other. Enjoy each other. Different... Enjoy what's happening. Yeah. Enjoy things together. Enjoy. Exactly. Okay, yeah, you're right. It was a bit... It's not right for me to say I don't feel like that would happen in a beneficial relationship. Um, it's... But it's more... It's it's for, I think, a lot of friends with benefits relationships. Like, the difference between like, polyamory or casual dating of a person yeah. and friends with benefits is you message them, I'm horny, they come over, yeah. you done do a banging, and then they leave. Yeah. Meanwhile, this was just... That's a moment that I... That's a special moment I had with that person. Yeah. And I feel like that was a very good connecting moment and it was quite funny uh, <laughs> just watching them because they still had their tongue out and all as I just Love went it. head back, like, gut belly laughing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and I, I feel like that was a very special bonding moment, very... Not exactly romantic, but rom-com almost. It's intimate. Cute. It's yeah. very intimate, very cute, very, you know. It wasn't just a I'm horny, Lots let's go. Lots of barriers bre being broken down. Yes. And you can still go on this other date with this other person. Yes. And tell them, I am... Yeah. Because I feel like it would be almost dishonest to be not mentioning the mm -hmm. fact that I am having this connection with someone else. Yeah. Uh, I feel... I don't know what will happen if maybe I meet someone and go on dates and... We decide to make it more serious. Yeah. I presume because obviously uh, this other person, they know that I'm not really into polyamory. Uh huh. I'm thinking it would probably be along the lines of we would just still be friends, but uh -huh. we would stop being casually romantic with each other, as it were. Fair. It's just going to be interesting for me right now. I've, I've put myself in a situation that I've never been in before, and I don't know what to do with it, but we're going to enjoy it. We're going to enjoy it. Honestly, fair. Yes. Life. It's life. Yeah. Lewis has just stood yeah, up. Yeah, I, I need. I have a tiny, 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 tiny. Actually, one minute. <laughs> we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up for now because we've been going for about an hour. Yeah. I. You really can't. Lockdown has not been good to this fucking tiny bladder. <laughs> to the boy. <laughs> to the boy. Okay. Rude. <laughs> So while Lewis is at the bathroom, we will quickly say that uh, although we're probably not going to have it in this episode, purely because uh, this, this went off on a tangent that we did not expect. Yeah, we, we actually had something <laughs> else planned. We were actually going to discuss um, climaxing. Uh, climaxing because we thought it'd be funny to start with the end. Yeah, we thought that would be really like a funny thing to do, but we just naturally started talking about polyamory. Yeah. So, um, if the next episodes we discuss climaxing, then... Uh, you know everyone went to plan. Uh, <laughs> if we if we don't, then um, there you go. Sorry, we edged you. Uh, <laughs> we can talk about edging at some point. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Edging's fun. Hey. <laughs> um, 
But yes, what we also want to include is a segment that we're calling the fanfic corner. We're we're calling um because I'm because I'm the sex skeptic, where I'm calling it the SS Kirsten's uh, shipping <laughs> forecast, which is going to be a fanfic corner for me. Yes. Um. Uh, well, we can probably bring that up in the future, but uh, we were going to include it into this episode. However. We got this deep into it. We just got this deep into talking about polyamory. <laughs> and yeah, we decided to just chuck in that while you're in the bathroom anyway. So I expected I expected that you should and would continue on. <laughs> um, well, the last time you went to the bathroom, we cut it out. Uh-huh. Yes, we no. We wait uh, politely. Like when, when you're waiting on the server to bring everyone to exactly. food. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, shall we shall we wrap up? Considering we've yes. been going like for God knows how long. Uh, apparently, rumor has it an hour, but I have a feeling once I edit it down, it will be about twenty minutes. Who <laughs> <laughs> knows? We we are talking of bitches. We are very talkative. Yes. I've only went to pee twice in an hour. You know, it's not it's not that much. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, thank you for tuning into the very first episode of Podolingus. We don't have an outro yet. We don't have an outro yet, but you know what? We're going to figure out things as we go. Uh, yes, pretty much like sex. Let us know if it was good for you. <laughs> like, and, like and subscribe. Don't forget to hit that bell. Smash that like button.